And we're back. Um, Mom, how you feeling today? Um, feeling like a thousand bucks. Not not a, not a million. <laughs> Not quite a million. Not quite a million. <laughs> Not quite a million. I'm at a thousand bucks today. Not ten thousand. You know, hey, that's good. That's what about a hundred thousand. Okay, we can level up to a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand yeah. bucks. We'll go with it. We'll go with a hundred thousand. Um. So we are coming back after our mental health podcast, which I hope by the time you guys listen to this one, you will probably have already listened to that one. So make sure you leave us a review and let us know what you think and, you know, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're enjoying the topics that we discuss, because ultimately we put out this information and this content for you all. So let us know. Okay, so we have to open up. Today we're going to be talking about friendship. Friends. How many of us love them? Friends. (laughs) Friends. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be talking about friends. One thing that I find, I realize that I do, probably have always done, but at least it seems to me that I do it more often, is that I'll, I've been asking you, like, tons and tons and tons of questions. Yeah. <laughs> just, Especially like, on the lately. fly. <laughs> Especially lately. You're just kind of, like, picking my brain on all these things that I don't even think of on a regular basis, and I'm having, like, take thought, like, what would I do in that situation? Or what have I done? You know, so... Maybe I mean, it's, it's good. Maybe it's because of the stage of life that I'm in or something. I don't know. Well, I, just, I mean, I think it's good to ask questions. Yeah. You know, you when you don't have the answers, you got to find out some sort of way. And sometimes life experience mm-hmm. can give you some answers. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where this conversation has... Stemmed. <laughs> yeah, stemmed from. It's yeah. just me asking my mom a bunch of questions and I was like, we should talk about this on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. So here we are. We're going to talk about friendship and the challenges and the victories and all that good stuff and just let the conversation kind of flow. But as we always do, with the help of Best Self Co. and their icebreaker deck, if y'all want to sponsor us, Best Self Co., you know, hit us up because we've been using your cards as our um, openers. Anyways, mom, what's the question? So the question is, which season fits your personality? I love this question because I am obsessed with the season of fall. Autumn is literally the best season to ever exist on the planet. Even though we live in San Diego and we don't necessarily experience it is 80 degrees today. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely fall and it's 82 degrees or something outside. So, um, but yeah, I just love fall. Like, I really do think that I'm meant to live in a state that has the fall season where, like, the the leaves change colors and... Mm -hmm. It's actually, like, sunny but brisk outside. Yes. We do sometimes get that out here. Like, when I lived in Northern California... More so. Definitely got yeah. it. Um, in Southern California, the sun just is like, this is all you get. You ain't... Be happy about it. Like, you don't get nothing else. Right. But living in, like, Santa Cruz and being near San Francisco, I actually got to experience that, and I was obsessed. Obsessed. What about you? Um, I think... 
the season that's just my personality i'm trying to like equate my personality with the season more so um i love fall and just in general because i like the same thing like mm-hmm. i like the the cozy sweaters i mm-hmm. like the hot coffee i like the cider the feeling the briskness of course mm-hmm. um and the beauty of the leaves mm-hmm. but one but and also the part of it i like is that it you see a season change yeah so that's the part i like about seeing coming from summer it's a word. and it's hot and it's you know mm-hmm. you're warm and all that and then you go into this season where you see things the colors changing mm-hmm. and the leaves falling which means something new is going to sprout up mm-hmm. so i guess that you better preach on preacher <laughs> preach that on fall would be what i would love best like mm-hmm. the season i love best but I want to feel like my personality is more like a summer, happy, <laughs> beachy kind of. You're more day. of a spring. You think so? Maybe, maybe, maybe personality spring. wise, you're spring. definitely more of a spring because I'm not always bubbly and or. You're like. Why would you say that? Um. Because some summer is like you're kind of just really energetic all the time and very like. Ah! Okay, I'm not well, but no, definitely not. <laughs> you have so you have a very positive. Um, personality, a very joyful personality, a very warm personality, but something about spring, like when I look at you, I see spring. Okay. Personality wise. Okay. I don't know if my personality is actually fall, but I'm just going to say that it is because. Yeah. I, I, I think fall, fall is befitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the fall is befitting because it, like I said, again, it changes, the changes mm-hmm. that go with it. And, and I change a lot. And you do change a lot. <laughs> you know, you have, you have those moments in there. So yeah, I think fall is accurate for you. Yeah. yeah. So you're spring and I'm fall. Uh, definitely. I like it. Even though your name is Amber. Yeah. And, well, autumn. And autumn. Auntie autumn. Yeah. You know, autumn leaves. Autumn leaves. Hey, <laughs> what can you do? And you're also born in spring, so I, I think am born that in also spring. in the spring. Yeah, contributes to that too. Even yeah. though I didn't even think about that when I said spring. So, yeah. Okay, spring I'll take spring. Season. I do want to seem seem a little more ex- on the happier side. Spring and... is very. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's when things blossom. That's when awesome things sprout. And I think that is kind of like your story in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. You went through the winter months. for a a period of of your life a lot of rain a lot of storms and then you come out on the other side and beautiful flowers are blooming and i i I see you as your book probably needs to be has some like blossom or bloom in it because i love that that is like your story i love that you know blooming into something beautiful after having gone through a lot not even just like within the last few years but like life Right? Yeah, just but life you, in general. you went through all of that storm, all of those blizzards, all of those things, and now you're in this blooming season, and yeah. Yeah, there's a quote that says, um, especially when you're in those winter seasons when it is raining and all that stuff, you want to make sure you're, you're planting during mm-hmm. that time. And I saw a quote before that said, sometimes you feel like you're being buried, but you've actually been planted. Mm. So planted means there's something going to come from it. Right. So, yeah, you just don't know. All so of that I'm excited about that. Was I'm excited about the heart. Right. Yes. Yes. I love it. We're so, starting off on a good note. Yeah, we are. So with that being said, we're we're talking about friendships today and kind of just, I guess, flushing out some thoughts on it, maybe some experiences we've had um, with, with friends. Mm-hmm. And so let's see. Let's start with... 
you, Sierra. <laughs> I know because she's been picking my brain literally for like the last hour. <laughs> yes, about just just friends in general, and you know how that that relationship evolves. How yeah. does that look? How does that impact your life? So, Sierra, maybe share what does a real friendship look like to you? That's a good question. I think um, now at the stage of life that I'm in, real friendship um, looks like authenticity. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean perfection. It it looks like um, us being able to share our weaknesses with each other, being able to share um, just the journey with each other. And maybe that's just verbally, maybe that's just being on the journey with one another. But I think that the, at the root of it is just authenticity. Um, I think I said this in a previous podcast that like I had spent from high school and then all throughout college, I'd spent so much time trying to, um, be what I thought was cool Mm -hmm. and who I thought I should be in order to be acceptable to people And then now being on the other side of things, I have no desire to put on a a front. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have no desire to like act like I have it all together or like I don't have doubts or I don't have fears or whatever. And so if I have to be that, if I have to, if I feel like I have to perform in friendship, then I'm probably just not going to stay around. Yeah. Because I, I'm out of that stage of life. Mm -hmm. I, I, I remember like a long time ago, I don't even know what I was doing, but I had this picture, this mental picture in my mind of me like walking around with like my hair disheveled and my clothes not all put together and just like a mess, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a whole hot mess. But I was so like uh, inspired by that mental picture of me because it meant that I wasn't trying to be something that you I wasn't trying to put on I wasn't trying to Mm -hmm. perform Mm -hmm. I was just being me yeah and 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 all the beautifully flawed parts of me Mm -hmm. um and so that's that's what that's what friendship looks like to me it looks like authenticity it looks like being able to uh it looks like vulnerability Mm -hmm. it looks like um encouragement it looks like um being willing to share your brokenness with each other, mm-hmm. but then also being able to say you don't have to stay there and and um motivating and challenging each other to not stay there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think there's a difference between two broken people trying to be in relationship with each other and kind of like um feeding into each other's brokenness versus you being in a relationship or a friendship with somebody and um uh challenging yeah like exactly so it's not like i'm codependent on you and we just complain about our brokenness or we act like we're not broken but we're like self-medicating together or we're um pacifying our each other yeah. yeah but I'm, I'm acknowledging that, yes, you have flaws and I also have flaws. But now that we're aware of it, let's help each other work through that. Right. Let's help each other address that and heal from that and overcome that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that's what real friendship looks like to me now. Okay. Yeah. What that's, about you? Um, quite the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, friendship is something that I feel should be 
authentic Mm -hmm. and something I think I was sharing this with you earlier about friendship when it comes naturally it's not work Mm -hmm. when it comes easily or you just automatically connect or there's automatically this vibe this connection between a friend or a person and a person it's it's effortless Mm -hmm. so even in you know those rough and difficult times that we go through you know that person I can call even if I haven't talked to you in a year mm-hmm. and know you still got my back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that authenticity, that that tr- trust definitely is something that that is needed in a friendship. Honesty. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what you were saying where you, you challenge the person. So it's like, listen, if your hair is not on point, I'm telling you, girl, your hair is not on point mm-hmm. today. Or, you know, um, you, you're do- making some decisions that are contrary to what you should be doing. Yeah. I want that kind. That's what friendship looks like to me. Mm-hmm. And it also looks like even if we don't talk every day, because I know that's a thing these days, like if you don't talk to a person every day or every week or whatever, then you might not be that close. But I can't say that for the close friends that I have. Right. We all lead busy lives and have things that we are responsible for and families and all that. But I can tell you what, when we do connect, it's just like we haven't missed a beat. Right. So I that's what I consider like a true friendship is that you have my back in my face mm-hmm. and you have my back when you're not in my face. Mm-hmm. So that's what it would look like for me. And also just having fun. Like yeah, friendships laughing shouldn't and... be burdensome. They shouldn't be, you know. I mean, that it doesn't mean that you won't have moments where you're challenged. And sometimes I think people get that confused when in friendships that like, you know, when they're trying to challenge you or... Uh, you know, pull the greatness out mm-hmm. of you that they see that it's them being harsh or being yeah. mean or whatever. Um, but although we want these things, authenticity and all of that, it's important that it's also fun yeah. and and fulfilling and yeah. joy filled. You know, and you have I mean? to be able to laugh and be able to um, enjoy each other's time mm-hmm. and presence and all that. And the crazy thing about friendships is that they they change they i think some in some cases when there's a real true one mm-hmm. it evolves yeah so it may start off very surface and you guys just kind of just hang out have coffee you know whatever and then you'll notice that just instantly you start getting into deeper things yeah. or sharing with one another deeper things in yeah. life and stuff so that's the kind of friendship you want and then when it's time to jump on the jet skis and go out to the beach then we can handle that too mm-hmm. but you know that this person is has got you regardless right i feel like there shouldn't be any questions in there right. when it comes to like true friendship right yeah so i know now though these days with friendships and women in general mm-hmm. um you know, I've heard like on, you know, blogs and different things where, you know, there's so much, I guess, hate, if you will, amongst women as far as being friends mm-hmm. and having several friends. And they have like this low key, uh, uh, I don't know, hate or hate towards the person that they're trying to be friends with or jealousy right. or all that kind of stuff. Have you encountered any of those sort of relationships? Um not overtly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel like it's it's done overtly. I feel like it's no. an undergirded kind of... Uh... Yeah. I've, I've definitely had moments where 
like blossoming friendships or even people that I've been friends for friends with for a little while where people have like other friends or family members have identified something in them that Mm -hmm. maybe I was just unaware of and they would bring it to my attention um of you know, like, ulterior motives. Like, yeah. she's trying to manipulate you, mm-hmm. or she's not really for you, mm-hmm. or um, she wants what you have. Like, I, I definitely have had those kinds of encounters with people. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, I don't know really how to handle it a lot of the time. I think I just take the the wisdom that I receive on those kinds of relationships and um, handle it accordingly. Mm -hmm. But I think the struggle with that is that it just builds so much like distrust in you. Yeah. When you experience those kinds of things where people have ulterior motives or are basically like frenemies Mm -hmm. or like leeches or manipulators or whatever, it makes it so hard to like trust people. And I, I don't even know where it kind of came from, but there was a point, like, even in college, there were moments where, like, I would, like, try to be, like, I would be getting into, getting to know, like, another Mm -hmm. person, like, a new person or whatever, but I would just have such a hard time um, opening up. Mm. And I don't know, like, I, that's probably some soul searching that I need to do because I don't know where that stemmed from mm-hmm. exactly of why it became so difficult for me to trust new people. But it could be, it could be just your personality too. I probably. Th- I don't always necessarily think there has to be something to, you know, to speak to why you're that way. Right. It might just be your personality and you're mm-hmm. not just this as soon as you meet somebody, you're just an open book and just, mm-hmm. like, this is my life and this is what I'm about. You know, not everybody's made up like that. No. I mean, some people are, though. Yeah. And I think that's yourself. why, I think that's why sometimes <laughs> there was a point where I was like, man, maybe something is wrong with me because, mm-hmm. like, I do not, I'm not an open book out the gate. Yeah. Like, we got to talk a couple times. I got to see how you, you are. You. See how you move a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, maybe we can dig a little deeper but yeah, I have I have encountered it. it it's never really resulted any in any kind of like drama because I'm just not here for the drama. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever, as like a young adult, I've never in- had any real like friendship drama. Um, in middle school, I did. <laughs> yes, you and did. in high school, I did. But, but I think that that those types of things you encounter in in those years kind of help make you a help make you who you are as you get older yeah because even though it was something in middle school or high school you see how women move yeah so then now you're putting that into play as an adult trying to figure thinking that that's how women move yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah so that could that could be part of the reason why you're not as open as that could think. be you should be because it's like, well, I encountered this in middle school and the way these girls were my friends at first and then all of a sudden flipped on me. Yeah, flipped on me. And then is this how women actually interact Mm -hmm. with each other? So if this is the way that it looks, then I'm good. Right. You know? Yeah. But I think that plays a part. Probably. That plays a part in in all of it because um, it kind of gave you a bird's eye view. Yeah. So you have to unlearn that. Right. Almost unlearn that or, right. or kind of 
reset your thinking mm-hmm. so to understand that not all women operate like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just unfortunate though because in the day and age we live in, there is so much hate. People be hating on everybody, and it's just like so unnecessary. And I I I know you know relationships and friendships have levels. Mm-hmm. You know you have your friends that. You know, you talk to every now and again or whatever, or people that are more of an associate type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you see them, you love them. Hey, girl, you know, whatever. And then you have some that maybe you, they know a little bit more about you and you share a little bit more with. And then you have those that are deeper relationships, like when you get in a rut. Yeah. I I'm know I can you. call this person mm-hmm. or they can call me mm-hmm. and I'm there without even a second thought. Right. So I think there's levels to relationship. And I think us as women have to learn how to place those levels in the proper areas. What has been your experience with developing friendships? Have you experienced that kind of like hateration and be comparison? (laughs) (laughs) Have you experienced that? I mean, you, you, lived a lot more life than I have so well yeah um I have experienced it I I mean I've experienced it in high school middle I mean you name it like mm-hmm. um I remember an instance I'm, this is going way back in high school where I was friends with this young lady real like real tight and she was kind of new to the city mm-hmm. and somehow we just became friends like pretty much out the gate right mm-hmm. And we were literally in high school kind of like inseparable. And then, you know, she kind of got evolved and got into the in crowd as, you know, she was new to the area. Mm -hmm. And so she started getting into the in crowd with the, you know, football players and the cheerleaders and all that stuff. And she kind of flipped the script on me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, oh, okay, I see how you really are. So what ended up happening is we ended up (coughs) going from very good friends to literally like enemies. Wow. To the point where um, she was, she had a lot of popping off going on uh, in school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, meet me at the chemistry class. Dang. Yes. Yes. And it was crazy because for months before that, you would never know we would, would be, get to that place. Right. But she changed. So it was almost like you're kind of using me because you don't know anybody. You're mm. new. I'm friendly. You know, I, you can hang out with me, but once you get with the in crowd, now you're looking down on me like a mean girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not the one for that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. understand it. So, yeah, we went to, that was actually one of, yeah, I had a fight in high school with her. What? Yeah. It's, well, to this day, I don't think I've ever seen her again after that. But, yeah, I remember that, like the back of my hand. I remember what she had on and everything. I was like, girl, I'm about to drag you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... So I experienced it in high school. And of course, as you get older, you get to know different people. And like you said, you want to think that people have your best interest. You want to believe the best. You know, at heart. And they're really coming from a genuine space. They're coming, you know, really trying to be somebody that's, you know, adding to your life. Right. You know, and you want to add to theirs. Right. Because that's the kind of friend I want to be. I want to be somebody that brings something to your life. You know, I want you to be able to trust me and confide in me and, you know, know that I'm somebody that would actually hold you down. So because I think like that, you just expect other people to be the same way. Mm -hmm. Not manipulative, not um, coming with ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to come, you don't want to hope that that's what they're coming with. But a lot of times, some of these women these days are coming with that, which is unfortunate because then it gives a bad taste 
for the people that actually do think the best of people. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't think, you know, now that I think about it, I don't think it's wrong to believe the best from people. No. I think the problem, the thing that we have to be aware of, not the problem, but what we have to be aware of and move accordingly with is when they show us who they are. And believe them. And that doesn't mean that you have to hate them no. or no. fight them or whatever. It just means I can't I I can't operate in the way that I thought I could with you and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Our our relationship isn't going to be to what it was. What I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's the problem is is that sometimes and at least for me and I have to kind of catch myself with it because what what I I definitely have evolved from the place of like just completely being shut down on people mm-hmm. to like actually trying to make an effort and say, okay, I'm going to believe the best of you until I see otherwise. Right. Um, and so, but the problem with the issue or challenge for me sometimes is, you know, you, you want to shut down. Yeah. Just you're, cut you're like, out. uh, nah. I'm good. And it's kind of like, um, like relationships, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you see something that upsets you or they do something that upsets you and you ought you're like, uh, you know what? I'm about to go back to my old ways. Cause right. You got me messed you're up. taking me there. But, <laughs> but that's not, that's not helpful. Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't open us up to somebody else that'll come along. Um, friendship wise that'll come along and not be that. Yeah. And you'll shut down and basically close yourself off from a really good friendship with somebody else because of you allowing that other experience to sour your ability to be open. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's it definitely has a, a, the ability to harden you. Yeah, it does. Um, it definitely has the ability to harden you and to keep you from wanting to pursue these friendships with people because you're just like, no way. Like, why are people like this? But you know what? I think, too, it opens up understanding. Yeah. In the sense of everybody is not going to come bring the same thing to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have to experience those friendships with people that might not have your best interest at heart mm. to understand people. Yeah. Because yeah. in your workplace, you're, you'll deal with different people, you know, church, you'll de- deal with different people just out in the world in general, you mm-hmm. deal with different people and it teaches you how to go in and out amongst people yeah. like that manipulative one. You know, I, I'm going to only tell her this much and that's. Mm-hmm. As far as we're going, because I see, because I see that characteristics. characteristics that I've seen in right. previous relationships right. that I know how to now deal with you. That's good. So I think when you deal with different women, you deal with different perspectives, different attitudes, different all of that. But understand that all of that brings something to you, and you probably bring something to them—a different light of a person that has a genuine heart mm-hmm. that literally is checking for you. Yeah. Like completely, and they might not have experienced that. They might have experienced only the manipulative woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what you've seen. So that's the, how you think you're supposed to operate. Right. So you have to, I mean, I, that takes a lot more digging and I guess, you know, conversation and all that to find out like the, you know, what's the history of a way, why women are that way. But I think it's just so important for us to learn how to like just support each other right you know what i'm saying just support each other in whatever we're doing as long as you're doing something positive and something that's you know going to you know help someone else or you know you're you're trying to do your best it might not be all you wanted but you know you're trying to do your best we have to learn how to support each other but i think that gets hard and it gets skewed because you have this perception of 
oh, this is how women are now. Why do you think it's so hard for women? I mean, it, granted, y'all, it may not be for everybody. Maybe some some women yeah, out there maybe you have 10 do friends. not <laughs> that are like struggling in this department. But I, I've not even just from my own experience, but I've heard other people having these issues with connecting with other women. Um, and it, it, yeah, it just becomes difficult to trust. So what, from your perspective and your experience in having, in maintaining these female friendships, what, what are some things that you have identified as the reasons why women struggle to connect with each other, to build authentic friendships with one another? I think part of it is that they're not honest with themselves mm. and who they are. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times we give off this persona of, you know, having it all together initially, Mm -hmm. you know, and so then it makes it hard to get to know the real you Mm -hmm. versus the theatrical you, Mm. (laughs) you know, Mm. and if we would sometimes just take that mask off and just be who we are, then I can really get to know you and see if you're somebody that would be somebody I'd like in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you'd like in your life. Because mm-hmm. you might not like the way I come off. I mm-hmm. might come off a little too hard and whatever. And But I think once you show a person the real you, we can always, in any relationship, you can always work through the real person. Right. It's hard to deal with the fake Somebody one. that wants to fake it. Yeah, or yeah. try to give off this, this perception that you've got it all together. Yeah. When you're not all together none of us are all together no but you give off this perception and too I think a lot of times you feel like you just can't for me I feel like I can't share everything with everybody Mm -hmm. you know because everybody can't always handle yeah it's true the content it's true handle it and keep it Mm -hmm. uh handle it and just listen Mm-hmm. Um, handle it and it not be displayed as a post on the IG. Right. You know what I'm saying? So everybody can't always handle it. So I think that's part of it too is that you have to kind of gauge the person and what they can handle, mm-hmm. you know, and how they can um, deal with being a true friend. Yeah. You know, the other part of it is that I think us women, I don't know if it's just something from days of old that we just carry with us. Uh, now where we just automatically seem like we're hating or we're trying to uh, pick apart a person Mm. when that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, some people want authentic relationships and want to get to know you as a person because you're just, I don't know, you just could be great from a distance, but I just want to get to know you. Right. And I think we pick each other apart and it's just like, just so what my shoes don't match. Right. You know? (laughs) So when my hair is not, you know, all together today, all put together like they usually is. Yeah. And I think that's the whole part of it too. So that makes us put our guard up and not show our authentic selves for that reason. Mm-hmm. Cause you feel like you have to perpetrate. Right. And that's not healthy. No. You know, in any relationship, you should be able to build a relationship and you can see me with my bonnet on. Right. <laughs> Right. I come you can over come, there looking busy. Yeah, I'm coming over there in the morning looking like a hot mess, and that's okay. Not I got to be down, Gucci down, and all this stuff to come over and see you for coffee. Like, what? <laughs> no. But I think with this day and age with social media, the that's what's portrayed. It's mm. like that perpetration of your always together. We're missing out on, like, those deeper connections. Yeah. And we place value It makes it on... so surface. Yeah, I think, so the message from 
Bishop Terrell yesterday was like so on point because I uh, and it was for those who don't know um he's a pastor at the City of Hope International Church and he he preached yesterday about low Mm self-esteem and a lot of the stuff that he was talking about is obviously about our own personal journey right in experiencing low self-esteem and how to navigate that but I, I don't think that we understand that a lot of the work that it'll take to um, um, nurture these relationships with other people starts with us. Mm-hmm. That it Absolutely. isn't it isn't some like okay, let me have a conversation with her and tell her about herself, and then she'll realize that she was in the wrong or whatever. No, a lot of the time, any kind of conflict I've realized, any kind of conflict that arises I need to I need a self check first yeah, assess yourself I need to examine myself yeah. first mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll have a conversation together but what you'll notice and at least for me um I notice that like a lot of my failed friendships or my interactions with other people that just didn't turn out the way I thought they would is because of my own insecurities, because of my own um, inability to be honest with myself Mm -hmm. about who I Mm -hmm. was and being okay with that and accepting myself as I am and all of that, all of those fed into that. And so naturally, I couldn't nurture any kind of relationship with anybody else Mm -hmm. without being at peace with with myself. Um, And it just, I think the, the other side of that kind of like internal work too is that once you're able to do it with yourself, you're able to do it for somebody else. Right. So, like, I don't think it's um, a mistake that God tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Right. Because at the end of the day, if we are able to love ourselves correctly, then I can love, then my, I neighbor, can love my neighbor well. well. Mm-hmm. If I can love myself well, then I can love others well. Right. And so um, I think that's, that's a big at least from what I've seen and what I just understand about humans in general is that there's a lot of things that we want to point the finger at somebody else for when it's like when it's, it starts with us. Mm -hmm. It starts with us. Um, I, this is like not even in the same vein, but I heard, um, I was listening to a message the other day. And one of the things that the pastor said was that, um, we expect people to give us something that they don't have mm-hmm. and that sometimes we're the ones who have to pour it into them in order for them to get yeah. it. Yeah. And for when it comes to friendship, um, yes, there. so there's the part of us doing the work inside of ourselves and saying, hey, you know what, I have these insecurities or I've allowed these experiences that I've had in the past to harden me and so I, now I need to do the work to unravel that or heal from that or overcome that. Then there's this other side where we place all these expectations on other people of what they'll do and be for us mm-hmm. without realizing that they aren't grace for that. Like right. well, currently. Right. May that doesn't mean that they won't ever be, but, at this but they moment, don't have that. Yeah. And sometimes we get so upset with other people expecting them to be like I expect you to be the one that calls when I I mean, picks up the phone when Can't I call you feel at I'm 12. Going through something right now? No, yeah, and all these things. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're like, no, I I don't do that. I've never had an experience mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. I, that's not the lens that I see friendship through. Um, and so I, I think 
if we understand that kind of deficit that some people have, mm-hmm. we'll be able to work with them it, differently. A, yeah. yeah. I'll be able to say, okay, you know what? Maybe that's just not something that you have the capacity to do or that you even knew to do. Mm-hmm. But um, this is something that I need. So let me demonstrate it to you. Right. Let me model it to you. One thing that I think friendship friends should do or like, I just thought about this, but or I thought about it earlier, and now it's coming back to me. Um, we should do love language uh, quizzes. Yeah, because friends. that's yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, I never ever ever thought of that, but that's good because I mean, you would do it in a relationship anyway. Yeah. So maybe your love language is uh, is it called gifts? Um, Sunday um, gifts. Um, get a uh, acts of service. Gifts, affirmation, affirmation, quality time, physical touch, and then there's gifts. But I mean, you could be like a more huggy person, or right. you might need a person that needs a lot of aff- affirming and, mm-hmm. and, and words of encouragement. So yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. I think that would be a good way to like nurture to strengthen the the friendship and learn how to deal with one another. Yeah, you and know? communication is always like. That's that's key to any type of relationship. Yeah, yeah. communication. I, I'm nobody. No one is a mind reader. Right. Nobody knows your expectations without you giving them to them. Mm. Um. I I was on. I think I saw um, a podcast the other day, <coughs> and they were talking talking specifically about you know a lot of us women just expect you just to know what we feel, know mm. what we think, know where we're going, Man. know what we want in the moment. Do we? And the thing is, is that you don't know if you have not communicated, this is what I like. This is what I enjoy doing. This is Mm -hmm. what I don't like. This is what I don't enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Then you can't expect that person to know that. Right. So I think just starting with the communication piece and explaining your feelings and, you know, what you want out of, you know, said relationship is important. But like I said, you're going to have friends at different levels. You know, not everybody's right. going to be a best friend. Not everybody's going to be a lifelong friend. It's true. Not, sometimes it's just you are a seasonal friend. Mm-hmm. You know, you're here. I'm here to be in your life for a certain type of reason. And you're there to be in my life for a certain season. Right. And once those seasons change, you just move on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I just, you know, but it's just important to know who you are going back to that. Like, I think the internal work. It's like the starting point. Yeah, it's the starting point is knowing who you are um, for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times we just expect people to just... Tell us who we are. Yeah. And it's like, you can't tell me because Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, so what do you you like? Yeah. Oh, well, what do I like? Mm -hmm. You know, or what do I enjoy doing? Well, what do I enjoy? You know, so it's like, you got to flip that inside and figure out what you need as a person Mm -hmm. from said relationship or said, Mm -hmm. cause I can say for me personally, I don't have a whole lot of girl, girlfriends, like a whole lot of friends like that. I just don't. And, and that's probably because for one, I'm just not really out there, you know, just trying to have, you know, a whole team of, you know, basketball wives like that. It's just not my thing. But at the same time, the friendships that I do have, I value and I know that they're they're genuine mm-hmm. that they're good i have girls that i hang out with and sisters and things of that sort that we hang out and we talk about serious stuff and mm-hmm. you know but again you want to be able to know you can trust 
whoever yeah you're dealing with and know that they will genuinely um, be there for you in the rough time be there for you when you're leveling up you know not oh girl i got me I'm, i got engaged to get married and she's like oh girl that's so good <laughs> when you low-key hating right you know what i'm saying nobody wants to deal with that kind yeah. of thing and i think a lot of that is just it's just so heightened these days which is very sad because it's like girl if you get excited for me and my blessing Yours is coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay to clap and, and celebrate when your sister is doing good mm-hmm. or she's coming through or making some strides in life. It's okay to celebrate her. It just might not be your time yet. Yeah. But your time is coming. Don't hate because then right. now you're going to prolong your time. Mm-hmm. Where if you celebrate that that moment, then you don't know how quickly that'll come for you. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of my thinking when it comes to... Like, do, do, the, do the self-reflecting and really like think about and also like who are you as a friend i've done that kind of inventory too yeah am i a good friend you yeah know what I'm am i a good friend i really am not a good friend you know I've i don't a call people. i don't call my friends as much as i probably should <laughs> i don't know you don't have to tell me Best text me later, let me know. <laughs> right if y'all listening let us know if we're good friends <laughs> Because we might be way off with this thing. I have, though. Like, I've definitely been like, do you feel like I'm compassionate? Like, do you feel like you're getting what you need from me? I've done that. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't feel like I've done that. I need to do that. Yeah. Because I have not done that. Because just as much as we want, and it's about this internal work, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, it's we would be doing ourselves and other people a disservice if we weren't willing to, to self-correct. Yeah, absolutely. We would be doing ourselves a disservice because we'd be fostering these inauthentic relationships where people, the people who we're in relationship with, you know, feel like they're not getting what they need, but they don't maybe have the strength to communicate that. Mm-hmm. And then we just walk around thinking that we're just doing everything perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody's ever doing anything perfect. No. Yeah. No. Well, one thing I um, will say is that whether it's a friend or an associate, a person you've just encountered in general, mm-hmm. when that person comes to your mind, if it's just like, oh, I just thought about Lola mm-hmm. or whoever, Harriet, you know, if you if they came to your mind, maybe it's a point of reaching out. Yeah. You know, because you just never know what people go through. Life is not easy these days. Not at all. And people go through a lot of different things. And though you might not chat with that person on a regular basis or you might not, you know, sit down for coffee and hang out and all that. If they come to your mind, and this is one thing I've learned in the past, I've done actually and practiced on mm-hmm. purpose the past few years, is like, if I think about you, I'm going I'm, I'm to call you, something. I'm going to text you, you all right, how you doing? That kind of thing, just because you just don't know what that check-in might do for that person in that moment. Yeah. You know? So that's one thing you just definitely want to kind of add to the friendship. Right. Evolvement. Well, hopefully this episode wasn't all over the place for you guys. It kind of was, though. <laughs> but I mean, hey. But it was just, like I said, it, it kind of just bloss- came out of um, me asking her a bunch of questions about friendship and stuff. And then us feeling the need to talk about it on the podcast. So yeah. if you enjoyed it, leave us a review, comment, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook and let us know how you felt about it. Um, come back for more. Hopefully this one yeah. wasn't us just rambling on. <laughs> but we love you guys and we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.